Hello, and welcome to episode 57 of the Life Simply Better podcast. I'm Zoe, I'm your host for this podcast, and today we are going to talk about feeling stuck in survival mode. And what I mean by that is I am speaking from my experience as a busy working mom, and I think this is a really common experience for a lot of working moms to feel like you're stuck in survival mode, like you're kind of just barely treading water in terms of having just enough time and energy to get through the minimum amount of what you need to get through in terms of work responsibilities, family responsibilities, sleep, and other self-care. And there's really nothing left over beyond that. At the end of the day, there's, there's no time left. There's no energy left for anything beyond that. And it can be a really demoralizing, disheartening experience to feel like you're in that spot. And what's interesting for me too, is that, you know, I can look at my life from a zoomed out perspective and see how fortunate I am, right? Even when I feel stuck in survival mode and like I don't have enough time and I don't have enough energy, I can still see that I have all of this privilege. I have all of this um, good fortune and and wonderful things in my life. And I'm, you know, have so much more than a lot of people do. And then I realized that and a lot of times, to be honest, instead of feeling grateful for that, I just feel even more guilty (laughs) that I'm sitting here feeling demoralized and bad about my situation um, when I know I have this amazing life, but it's almost like it's hard for me to appreciate it when I'm in that mode of feeling like I'm just getting by and like I don't really have any time and energy to spare. So even though I have all of these resources and all this privilege in my life, I still end up feeling and having the experience of just being squeezed and being strained and pressed. And so I want to talk about this experience today because I think the root cause of this problem of feeling stuck in survival mode is actually different than what you might think and what I originally thought. And I want to just talk through that because I think even even if I can't give you a full solution to everything today, just sometimes helping understand the root cause of an issue can be helpful in and of itself. And so that's what I want to talk about. So I think what we usually attribute our being stuck in survival mode to is just lack of having enough time in the day. Like if we look at all of our commitments, our responsibilities at work, our responsibilities at home, our need for basic things like sleep and food and just very basic self-care during the day, if we add all of those things up from a perspective of the time, and energy that they take, um, there's more things than we have time for in a day. And, and that's what gets us into survival mode. We're trying to do you know, 30 hours of stuff in a 24-hour day. And so we always just feel like we're behind the eight ball and struggling just to keep up with things. And so time tends to be this very obvious answer to us in terms of 
why is this a problem for me? Well, it's a problem because I don't have enough time. What I want to look at as an alternative explanation is actually look at our emotions because I want you to think of emotions as like fuel for us. You know, emotions can either give us energy or they can sap our energy. And they also are not just fuel for us from an energy perspective, but they're also really key drivers of how we process things that are going on and how we make decisions and how we act on that. And so instead of thinking about time as being the culprit here, um, which we can't really do anything about, right? Like I can't change a day from being 24 hours to 30 hours. That's just fixed. I can't give you more time. But what I can give you is a better understanding of your emotions and how those also contribute to getting stuck in survival mode. So the three main emotions that I think keep us stuck in survival mode are feeling anxious, feeling some sort of stress, feeling dislike, in other words, not liking what we're doing or not wanting to do what we're doing, and feeling discouraged. And to talk a little bit more about each of those three and how they contribute, let's, let's talk about each of them in order. So first of all, feeling stressed out. Feeling stressed out and anxiety amps us up. Like it, it shoots adrenaline into our bodies. It gives us this burst of energy that is great in the short term, but from a long-term perspective, it's a total energy drain, right? So the more time we end up spending in stress and anxiety land, the more drained and sapped our energy gets. And even just the term survival mode, right? Think of the fight or flight response. Being in a place of stress and anxiety literally makes us feel like our survival is at risk and is in peril. And so stress and anxiety is a huge contributor from an emotional perspective to getting stuck in survival mode, both from how it feels, from the energy it gives us and, and takes away from us, but also from the decisions and the actions it drives. So when we are stressed out, we tend to actually make ourselves busier, not intentionally, but a lot of times when we're stressed out, we, we get sort of hyper alert and hyper vigilant. Um, we're not able to see clear, simple solutions to our problems. And what we end up doing is actually getting into this spin where we're creating more work for ourselves and it's taking us longer to get the things done that we need to get done. Or from a place of stress, we're kind of adding things onto our plate that we don't really need to add onto our plate, but we're adding onto our plate because we're trying to control everything because we're stressed out. And so not only does stress sap our energy and just make us feel like we're fighting for our survival, literally, but it also just creates more stuff that we have to do that we don't have time to do. So that's stress. The second emotional contributor to being in survival mode is 
dislike. When we are spending more time doing things that we don't want to be doing versus things that we enjoy that we genuinely want to be doing, we don't feel good. It drains our energy again. And it also um, means that everything we want to do gets squeezed out when we deprioritize that. You might say, but I just don't have time to do things that I enjoy. And I agree this gets a little bit trickier, but the interesting thing about prioritizing your enjoyment is that again, it fuels you, creates good energy. It feels good. It means that you don't have to worry about not having enough time for what you wanted because you just set a boundary and said, I'm going to do at least some of what I want today. And that's going to satisfy me. That is going to fuel me. That's going to make me feel more creative and inspired for the other things that I'm doing. Or just looking at the things that you are going to be doing anyway and, and looking for ways to make those more enjoyable. Is there a way that you can work a little bit differently that you just like better? And that can sound really simple and obvious, but a lot of times instead of focusing on what we want and what we like, we're focused on what we think we should be doing and what the right thing to do is and what a you know, good working mom would do. But if you can focus more on what would make an experience more enjoyable for you, what you actually want to do and making take, maybe taking a little bit of a risk to do that thing instead of doing what you think you should do, actually works out pretty well in my experience. It's surprising to me how many things that I'm afraid um, of doing because I, I think I shouldn't quote unquote do them, but then I, I do them, I do what I want, and it actually works out totally fine and no one really cares. The third emotion after stress and anxiety is the first one and dislike is the second one. The third emotion that keeps us stuck in survival mode is feeling discouraged. And this is what I meant when I talked about getting demoralized, right? When we just feel like we're stuck and there's no way out, there's no path forward. Again, that saps your energy. It's a draining emotion. It doesn't feel good. And it also blocks us from possibility and curiosity and hopefulness and the things that will eventually lead us to new and different ideas for how we actually can help our situation. And I think that getting discouraged is something that can show up in, in a lot of different ways. It, it can just feel like you feel really discouraged and you don't feel like um, you know, your circumstances are going to allow you to um, enjoy yourself or to have a, a better situation. Or it can, it can come from more of a place of self-criticism, of feeling like you're not good enough, you're not doing it right, um, you'll never be able to figure this out. Both of those are forms of feeling discouraged. And what happens is we get into this cycle of being in survival mode and feeling discouraged and feeling demoralized and then sort of 
not being open to curiosity and possibility and possible solutions. And so then we don't find any solutions. We don't find any way to make it better. We don't try anything out and we literally get stuck where we are. So that's what I have to share with you today. I would love for you to experiment with the idea of letting go of this idea that the reason you are stuck in survival mode is time. And again, maybe right now you do have more things to do than you have time in a day for, but what is the root cause of that? What is ultimately creating that for you in your life? Uh, Look at some of the emotions you're feeling throughout your day and where feeling stressed out, um, feeling dislike doing things that you don't want to do instead of doing things that you enjoy and um, feeling just discouraged and beaten down and hopeless. Where are those showing up for you right now? And even if you don't know how to change them, because again, this podcast wasn't really about the solution per se. It was more about understanding the problem. Even if you don't know how to change those right now, think about what things would be different if you did feel relaxed in that moment, or if you were willing to take a little bit of a risk and and do something that you enjoyed for a little bit, or if you weren't feeling discouraged, if you were feeling curious, and if you were feeling a sense of possibility, even if you don't know how to switch over to those emotions, you can still imagine what it might be like and how how you might feel different, how you might act differently, um, what choices you might make differently if you were feeling those different emotions and just start to experiment with that. And the other thing is just knowing that time isn't necessarily the root cause to attack, that there's this other emotional component to it is super helpful. And we can talk in subsequent episodes. And of course I have a coaching available to, um, to work on that solution. But today I wanted to just share a little bit more about why we get stuck in survival mode. Yes, it is about time, but time is not the root cause. The root cause is our emotional experience and the emotions that we have been conditioned to feel habitually and what effect those have on our lives. So I hope this was a little bit enlightening and clarifying for you today. It was great to connect. And if you want to connect outside of the podcast, you can always email me at zoe at lifesimplybetter.com or go to the website at lifesimplybetter.com. Thanks all. Have a wonderful day and we will talk again soon.